Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome to the Haters Press Conference Podcast. This is the first place, some say only, where you can hear football's leading managers' press conferences in full. Hello, Dan here from Haters TV. Earlier this afternoon, we heard from Tottenham head coach Ange Postacoglu, who gave his thoughts on the upcoming match against Everton and also gave us an update on Tottenham's injured players. And yesterday we saw the landmark court ruling. The club confirmed they're committed to UEFA competitions. But what did you make of the the revamp proposals? Can you see this European Super League ever happening? Mate, I, no time to have a look at that. No idea. And um, you know, the club sort of put out a statement. And, and you know, we've got to be wary that you know I'm not uh, I'm not the club spokesman on these matters. And um, but fair to say, you know, the club's put out a statement on our position as a football club. And um, yeah, that's where we sit. From a team news perspective, are you able to welcome back any players tomorrow? Giovanni, uh, yeah, yeah, Gio's back. He's 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 fine. Uh, from last week, there's no one apart from the suspended boys who, uh, who obviously miss out tomorrow. Everyone else is okay, and uh, and Gio, yeah, he trained the last couple of days, so he's available. Um, and that's kind of the only sort of change. Uh, Ashley Phillips is also available. And you're without Udogi and Basuma due to suspension. Have you felt the need to address discipline with the squad with the number of yellow and red cards you picked up this season? No, not really. I mean, you know, it's um, obviously something that's uh, not great for us because it's costing us during games, it's costing us post-games. But, yeah, the players are well aware of kind of the impact that those kind of things have and I'm sure they'll, they'll learn from those experiences. I think, you know, my experience in football is that... Uh, yeah, the best remedy for that kind of, um, you know, those kind of things is, uh, you know, players missing out. If they feel like they're missing out on something, I think it, it brings them back into line pretty quickly. So, um, you know, hopefully uh, we keep winning and the guys who miss out, uh, you know, learn their lesson that way. Hi, Ange. Um, just going back to team news, you mentioned a couple of months ago, of course, that Mickey and, and James are set to be back in January. Do you think it could be the early part of January that we could see them back in training or do you feel it might be later on in the month? Hard to say. I mean, they're, they're, they're both in rehab. They're, neither of them are anywhere near sort of training with the first team at the moment. So 
Um, you know, if, if you look at timelines, Mickey and, 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 and Matters did it pretty much in the same game. Um, Mickey might be just ahead of schedule in terms of with, with Matters, but, you know, both kind of January, uh, Benton Corp, fairly similar. So, um, yeah, you, you kind of, you don't like, uh, it's, it's not about sort of trying to, not give out information it's just that these things kind of either accelerate or get delayed when you get into that final phase and uh until i see them out with us then you know it's hard for me to say and in terms of your opponents tomorrow everton um since having that 10 points deduction they've lost once and they've won the last four haven't conceded a goal in those four matches as well how um impressed have you been with the way that sean Dyche has seemingly galvanized that side yeah, no, it's look and and I think even before that they were you know, I said if you if you take away a ten point deduction, you know, they'd be in a fairly good position in, in the Premier League. So they've been one of the more consistent consistent sides all year. I think Sean's done an outstanding job. But when you do get hit with something like that, it's it's often the measure of, you know, the, the, the playing group and the manager how they respond to adversity and you've got to say they've their response has been first class. Obviously, you know, the club and the fans were disappointed with, with the outcome but you know, he hasn't, and the players certainly haven't used it as an excuse for anything. And um, look, they're a good side. They're, they're a really hard-working team. You, you've got to compete against them. And, um, <coughs> you know, we're expecting a tough game tomorrow. Thanks, Ange. Take game, please. <coughs> Hi, Ange. Merry Christmas. Um, Super League, I know you've just spoken about it, but can I just ask you whether you think from your experiences managing around the world and now managing in the Premier League, whether anything like a European Super League can get off the ground if Premier League clubs are not signed up to it. And kind of off the back of that, really, do you think the Premier League clubs would ever be interested in signing up to that? Well, I, I, I haven't given it that much thought. I think, um, you know, the, the response that it got the first time around is a pretty good indicator of where it sits within the football fraternity in general. Um, that's always a pretty decent barometer. You know, I always think that with these decisions or with these concepts, they're usually done in a room with people who sometimes are detached from what this game's all about. It won't surprise anyone that, that, that I'm fairly conservative with these things. I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I, I don't like the game changing too much. I don't like rules changing too much. But um, I guarantee you I won't be in that room when those kind of concepts are put together. So, um, But like I said, I think, you know, you've got a fairly good barometer of, you know, what what the most important people, the fans felt about it, and football people in general. So we'll see what the outcome is. You've had your blip, or seemingly had your, your blip, and you're still very much in there pitching. How pleased are you that you you came through that sticky spell and yet you're still very much in the conversation for top four or even better? Yeah, no, look, we've... we've yeah, you know, we've we've had to deal with our own adversity, and we're still dealing with it. Uh, <coughs> fair to say, you know, we, we're still nowhere near as sort of optimum levels in terms of squad and 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 you know our sort of team and where we want to be. But I, I think you know, obviously we we had some results that weren't great, and it wasn't a great run. But even through that, <coughs> for the most part, our performances were still strong, and the attitude of the players was still, you know, you know, really determined to to not let this derail our season and um, like you said we're, we're still in a decent position in the league and uh, but you know, we're still going through some tough times and we and we will you know it's well documented we'll lose some more players in January um, you know pretty much right from the start so um, but 
you know, through this time, as I said before about Everton, it's how you deal with these things and, and we're just going to keep on doing what we've been doing and, and, you know, keep on, you know, make producing performances that get us results. Finally, with the, the caveat that no manager likes to talk about players who are in other teams, Spurs linked with Conor Gallagher this week, linked with a lot of players. Just in, in general, January transfer window is just around the corner now. How busy a month do you expect it to be for yourself and for the club? Yeah, don't really know. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things, like I said, January is a fairly tricky month in terms of, um, you know, clubs doing business. But, you know, we, we'll, we're, we're doing sort of our background work now. And, um, you know, once the window opens, we'll see whether we can make an impact in it or not. Hi, Ange. Uh, just in terms of the injured players, Ryan Sessignon, how far away is he from a return to training? Yeah, Sess still, uh, yeah, probably... You know, maybe a couple of weeks, maybe more away. Um, again, obviously with him, it's a little bit different. He, you know, we've got to be really careful about when we reintegrate him. But again, you know, he's doing his work. Um, you know, he's out on the grass with with the sports science guys. So we'll just wait and see. Yeah, uh, Dan Kulaseski's been an influential figure in recent weeks. Have Spurs seen the very best of him so far? Just, I mean, just how good can he become? Yeah, I hope not. No, I think there's more to come with uh, with Decky. You know, he's still still fairly young age-wise as well. But um, you know, I, I've been really pleased with him because he's you know he's played a number of positions for us and he's had to. And you know, one of the reasons we we're kind of getting through this period is guys have been willing to to sort of take on different roles, whether it's him or. Yeah, Ben Davis or Emerson Royale or, or you know, guys who have had to play different positions for us at different times and um but I think <clears throat> in respect to the position, Decky's been a real sort of impact player for us the whole season, you know, whether that's out wide. Um really like him playing inside. It gives us another dimension in terms of our attacking threats and, and he's such a hard worker that wherever you put him, you know you're gonna get some output. Um you know, irrespective of the position. and But there is, there's more to come. And, and he's a willing participant in that. He really works hard at his game. We've, we've asked him to be more of a goal threat this year. And he's definitely doing that. He's getting to those positions more. And um, that shows me that you know, he still wants to improve. And I'm sure he will. Okay. Thanks, Sanj. Thanks, and Back to George to finish the section, please. <coughs> Hi, Ange. Um, just going back to Basuma, it'd be eight matches he would have missed overall through the suspension. Do you kind of have a fine line between letting him know that that's not good enough, but at the same time not sort of stifling that kind of freedom that I guess he needs to play with? Okay, as I said before, I think, yeah, you look at Biss. So I mean, the first one was just, you know, the first week I was just a silly one, you know, where he's you know, got a second yellow card for something silly. And, and last week, you know, people can say what they want. He, he's, he's just missed time to tackle. It's not like he's gone in to hurt anyone. And, um, you know, these things will happen. And, and in today's game, you're not going to get away with it, even if the referee doesn't see it. The AR will pick it up and he's paid the price for it. And as I said before, it's for me, these things, you know, you can talk to players. Players are well aware that, you know, um, when when they get red cards, that, that you, know, they, the, you know, the team suffers without them, whether that's in-game in or games subsequent but like I said I've always felt the best remedy is you know if the guys feel they're missing out um, you know then you know they that kind of helps them in that process of um, you know sort of not letting it affect their game but also understanding the impact that it can have and um, look at the moment we're not in that place because guys who are missing out are coming straight back in because we just don't have the squad but you know we get a strong enough squad and you know guys miss out and the team keeps winning and if they miss big games, you know, all those kind of things are the best remedy. Um, 
but I always, I always kind of understand that, you know, they're all human beings and they're going to make mistakes. And, um, you know, like all of us, um, we're given the opportunity to learn from those mistakes. In terms of replacing Bissoumi, have you um, peer at the sort of as a number six a few times this season? Um, Oliver Skip, do you view him as someone that can play as a six, or in your mind, is he more someone that's got the sort of attributes to be an eight? No, I think Skippy can play at six for sure. Um, yeah, I think um, obviously we've had Pierre there and 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 Biss and, and even you know Benton Core when it comes back. So there's a fair bit of you know, sort of flexibility in who we use there and. Yeah, Skippy's had an important role for us, and most of the time he's been coming on in games where, you know, we, we really need some, you know, some energy further up the park, and that's what he's the role he's fulfilled. But no, he can play at six, and, and he probably will play there. Um, we've got three games this week, so probably will get an opportunity at some point in that position. Uh, and with Biss being away, you know, pretty much till the end of January, I'm sure we'll, we'll use him in that space. And just finally, um, you've said before about how it's important. <coughs> regardless of the highs or lows that you keep sort of level, how hard has it been to kind of keep level when it feels like every week there's another kind of problem, I guess, to deal with? Yeah, look, I, you know, you, 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 I think it's important, like I said, that from my perspective, um, you know, you don't, you don't sort of deal in the, the extremes because it is an emotional game and there's enough people who get emotional about these things that it doesn't need me to add to that. And my job in that the whole thing is to, ultimately is to find solutions rather than sort of focus uh, too much on on the fallout from, from any issues we may have because I guarantee you that, you know, once we get all the players back, there'll be something else that'll be an issue and you just got to, like I said, it's important for the players and the staff that they know that through that process, um, my role is to try and sort of charter a way forward rather than sort of, you know, focus on, like I said, the fallout from, from any challenges we may have. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe or follow and leave us a positive review. It really will help us get to more grounds around the footballing world. You can also follow Haters TV on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat and our wonderful website at haters.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>